Hey, good afternoon, Hirschbachers. Nick Forte here. Uh, we're going to have a little fun. Uh, I'm going to kind of do this on my own. Um, I generally talk enough that one person for one person will be good. So um, glad everybody had a good, safe Memorial weekend. Um, kind of getting stuff back in the groove. We're getting into the summer grilling season. Uh, you know, life is pretty good in the United States as people get back to uh, enjoying time with their families. So uh, we're going to do a little bit of different episode this week. It's going to be uh, Shop Talk with Nick. And uh, <clears throat> there's some things that I want to kind of go and talk about, particularly uh, with the temperatures being the way that they are uh, in the West and actually flowing up and into the uh, the Midwest and the Upper Midwest. It's uh, kind of interesting in Dubuque today. It is uh, 94 degrees uh, with a very high humidity. It makes it feel like about 105 outside, which is very crazy for this far north. I When I moved from uh, southern Missouri, I always referred to it as the Great White North, and I think I brought the temperatures with me. So <clears throat> I just hope that the rest of the uh, Hirschbachers don't get upset with me on the temperatures. But with that being said, uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things that higher temperatures, just like low temperatures, really affect equipment. And um, we really want to talk about uh, load protection uh, as the first one. And then I want to talk about uh, tires. And, and then I just want to talk about personal safety. Um, you know, as temperatures rise and, uh, and everything, there's a, an opportunity for, you know, uh, us to become overheated and not realize it. So there's a couple of things I want to talk about. I want to talk about your safety. I want to talk about load safety. And then I want to just want to talk about the safety of general motoring public. So um, without further ado, we'll talk about reefers. Um, so one of the things that's uh, very unique and is that uh, when temperatures get above about 100 degrees ambient, um, reefer units tend to have to work their tail off. Um, you know, it's not the matter that we don't have great insulated trailers. It's just a matter of trying to move the heat energy from the trailer inside the trailer to the out. It, it, it creates a lot of work for that reefer. So uh, one of the things that we need to kind of make sure is, is if, we're, if we're stopped in a really high temperature area, uh, and we're idling the truck, and there's a lot of trucks out in the fleet that don't have APUs yet. So uh, we may have to be a little more aggressive in allowing air into that front part of that condenser unit. So uh, in some cases, <clears throat> you may have to, uh, you know, if we're, we're getting a, a fault where it's called a high head pressure, which means you're just not discharging enough heat, uh, we may have to ask you if you call into road assist and they're saying, oh, we've got, uh, I've got this reefer alarm, what do we need to do? We, we may ask you to do a couple of things. Um, one being, if you're stopped uh, in Arizona or something like that, there's there's probably not a lot we can do. It's just hot. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll have to just protect the load, watch it, monitor it, and be do our due diligence. Uh, if you're in other locations, uh, it's still hot, particularly when you start putting a a uh, humidity load on it as well. There's some things that we need to look at potentially doing. Uh, some of the things that we can do is we can we can turn the truck just a little bit. Um, to the left or right, which allows a little bit better airflow into that front of the reefer. Um, or in some cases, if, if you can and you've got good concrete, you could particularly drop the trailer and pull forward a foot or two just to get the truck away from the front of the reefer. Because what's happening is a lot, in a lot of cases when we're idling our trucks, uh, as many of you know, we have uh, weed burners. And that heat comes right back up into the up underneath the truck into that condenser. So it allows us, since we're not moving down the road, allows us to really get that airflow on onto that uh, reefer unit and uh, allow it to work as efficiently as possible. Some of the other things that we may have to do, if, you are, if you're taking a trailer into Blue Beacon to have it washed, 
ask them to go ahead and wash out the the reefer unit. Um, you know, we do that every time that a trailer comes into the shop. We we wash the condenser on that reefer unit, and really you get a lot of uh, dirt and dust and all that stuff up in there, and it really affects the efficiency of cooling. So uh, if you're going in to a, a blue beacon, ask them to go ahead and clean the reefer out. Um, it will save us a, everybody a lot of headache. Uh, also with the temperatures comes uh, higher road temperatures. You know, this asphalt and stuff bakes out in the road, and uh, it gets the roads pretty hot. Um, predominantly, if you look at uh, at tire usage in the trucking industry, uh, we start to see in, in May the, the, the replacement goes up. And uh, a lot of that is is that the, if there's a little bit of a degradation in the tire, that heat just exacerbates it, and it, it'll cause it to peel or blow out. So um, we have to be a lot more cognizant about our tires. And by doing that, what I would recommend, you know, we've, we've got this wonderful program set up with Loves, and, and I know I'm going to get some feedback and folks saying, well, not all these Loves tire passes are open, but there's a lot of those Loves tire passes that are open and it's free to, for us to use. This is a great opportunity for you to be able to swing in through a Loves, have them check your tire pressure, make sure that we don't have any, any type of irregular tread wear, <clears throat> and really make sure that the, the truck and trailer are in good condition. Um, uh, that little bit of ounce of time, like when you're fueling, can pay dividends when you're sitting on the side of the road because you can't go anywhere. Um, so I, I'm just really asking everyone to say, hey, you know, that, that program's out there, utilize it. Also, if you're going by one of our terminals, feel free to swing in there. Let us do an inspection on on the equipment. If you've got the time, just swing by Monmouth, Kansas City, um, East Dubuque, uh, Denton. Uh, we'll inspect the, the, the tires and everything, do a real quick inspection on the equipment. We'll get you out the door, but you know, I, I know it's hot, and a lot of us don't want to get out of the cab. And you know, the last thing I want to do is go monkeying around on the near the asphalt and checking tire pressures. And you can't really do that on the trailer since they have tire inflation systems. So we really want to take that opportunity to inspect the tires, inspect the inflation hoses, and also make sure that we've got the tires on. The last thing I want is anybody out on the road <clears throat> on the side of it because. Anybody in our industry knows the, the worst place and the most unsafe place for anyone is on the side of the road. That's where people get killed. Uh, whether it's uh, you as our, uh, our, our associate teammate, uh, professional driver, or just a, uh, a motoring public that may not necessarily be paying attention and, and hit the rear of the trailer or the truck. So it's no, not good for anyone. We don't want anybody hurt. You know, safety at Hirschbach is our highest calling, um, you know. The thing that we want to do is make sure that we deliver quality, on-time products safely. And I know Rob Audie and, and Brad and everybody has talked uh, in depth about, you know, you know, it's a culture of safety. And uh, that continue, continues on with we don't want anybody on the side of the road. Um, the third and final thing I really want to kind of talk about is personal safety. Um, personal safety, as I said, you know, we talked about protecting the load, protecting the equipment. Now let's talk about the most important asset we have, and that's you as our driver. Um, our most important asset in Hirschbach isn't the truck or the trailer. It's that professional operator that sits behind the wheel day in and day out, delivering product and delivering commitments across this country to make sure that people are fed, production keeps running, and it's the backbone and, and the vitality to our, our great nation. With that, we need to make sure that we take a little bit of time and take care of ourselves. Um, 
this heat uh, is atrocious right now. And I don't pretend that it's going to get any better over the next three months. So we really need to stop and take a look and say, do we have light clothing? Um, you preferably cotton. You want to have some light cotton. If you're going to be outside of the truck or even on the dock or doing it stuff, uh, let's let's dress for that. Let's do some uh, some light cotton fiber so we can wick the moisture away. So it allows the uh, persp- perspiration to evaporate, which gives you that evaporative cooling to help cool down the body core. Uh, the other thing is, is that that system's not going to work if we're not uh, adequately hydrating. And I'm not talking about slamming a bunch of monsters or bangs. That's just not going to work. Um, you really have to kind of take a look at saying your your water intake and then do something for the electrolytes. You know, if you're doing a Powerade or Gatorade, uh, if you're not doing the... Uh, the low sugar like the, the Power Zero or the Gatorade uh, Zero, you really need to take a look and cut that 50-50. Um, just because you can overload with the amount of carbohydrates and, and, and sugar uh, can have a negative connotation to the hydration. But really, most uh, most health departments and doctors recommend doing a 50-50 split on Gatorade or Powerade to water. Um, that water, honestly, is the best hydration that you can do. And you need to drink plenty of it. I mean, uh you know, the recommendation is eight, eight ounce glasses of water, 64 ounces of water today. Uh, if you go over to Sonic or something, get you a Route 44 big drink. If you drink one or two of those or two of those a day, you're, you're probably good on a normal day. Now, if you're out in the heat and, and you're, you're having to deal with this, you may have to triple or quadruple the amount of intake in just to make sure that you don't get dehydrated. And, and really, we also need to make sure that we understand the warning signs of heat exhaustion and, and heat stroke. Um, Heat exhaustion, uh, if we are not used to being out in the heat or exerting high physical stress or demand on our bodies, uh, we become very susceptible to heat exhaustion first. And, um, you know, one of the telltale signs is that is if you start getting a headache, feeling weak, uh, you really need to get the point to get out of the heat and into an air-conditioned environment and cool off and hydrate. Uh, the next phase past that is called heat stroke, and that is very, very se- severe and can be life-threatening. Um, that's at the point where your body can no longer compensate for the heat that it is taking in. So your body, the evaporative cooling is not working. You're not dissipating that heat. You're not hydrated. Your electrolytes off, and it can lead to death. Uh, it's a very serious condition. Um, you know, really the hydration, when you're feeling yourself getting weak and tired, and you're, or if you quit sweating, that's probably the big telltale sign. When you get to the point that you quit sweating, you're in, you're in dangerous water right at the moment. Uh, you really need to kind of get in and, and seek. And if, if you're at the point where you're, you're, you're tired or you feel dizzy, like when you set up, uh, that's a real good determining factor that you've got, uh, uh, you've got a problem with hydration. Um, some of the other things, uh, I used to be an EMT paramedic. And uh, if you can grab the back of your skin of your hand and you pick it up, it should spring back real easily. That generally is an indication. But if it kind of goes up and it slowly kind of goes back down, you're generally kind of lacking water and you need to start getting hydration. Again, a culture of our company is safety. And uh, the number one safety is the safety of our professional drivers out there. And this heat is a big deal. Uh, Your safety is a big deal. Um... We don't want any of our family to, to, to succumb to any type of uh, duress. 
So really, I need you to take that time and, and focus on yourself in this in this heat environment. Uh, some of the other great things, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm kind of a bald guy, kind of got this wonderful solar panel up here. Um, it doesn't take long for that to uh, to heat up and crisp. Um, some SPF 50, if you uh, you have exposed skin, particularly if you're uh, lacking the uh, the hair that some people do. I mean, I'm no Fabio, but you know, I kind of envy him at times, but. Yeah, we need to make sure that we're doing that. And then also a hat, um, a, a big hat. You know, one of the things that's fantastic is get you a big sombrero. And you know, I, I know you can't have the margaritas. You've you got to be off for a few days if you're going to do that. But yeah, get you a big sombrero or something light that really kind of deflect and allows you to be cool. So um, again, uh, we go over it, protect the load. Uh, and protecting the load is making sure that we're being cognizant of making sure we also have enough reefer fuel. The the, if there's any codes that you're connecting with Rotasys quickly, and uh, making sure that they understand that uh, you know we've got a we've got a situation where we've got a loaded trailer and there's a product. Uh, the other thing is tires; they get you stuck on the side of the road. Uh, I'm going to kind of like kind of close off by saying. Um, make sure you understand what you have in your truck. And, and you're like, well, Nick, what the heck does that mean? Well, that means, do you have enough water? Um, honestly, you should carry in the summer two to three gallons of water. And, and it's not for just you, but it's also for the truck. If you get in a situation where you have a radiator overheat or something, uh, and a lot of times you can just add water to the truck to get you a, to a truck stop so you're not stuck on the side of the road. Um, the heat can be just as bad as, as the cold when it comes to uh, health and safety uh, and well-being of, of everyone. So if you can uh, mitigate and get yourself off the side of the road with adding some water into the, into the radiator to kind of get you going, um, then by all means do it. But be very careful. Don't, don't burn yourself with, uh, with the steam. Let the engine cool down if it is hot. But also the point, if you do get stuck, you need that water for hydration. So there's a lot of, lot of good things here. Try to avoid the sugary drinks at all, if all possible. Um, tea is, is also a diuretic. Um, what the heck is that, Nick? A diuretic makes you have to go to the restroom. So tea actually makes you go to the restroom more, which can also help or facilitate dehydration. So really, water, Gatorade, Powerade, you know, make sure that we're really hydrating. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's important for everyone. It's important for the safety of you, the people on the road. And, and you know, we want to get you back home to your family. You're on loan, loan to us from your family, and it's very important to us. All right. Everybody be safe out there. Have a great weekend. And, uh, you know, hammer down. <laughs>